0818-715-815. Hello, good afternoon, and you're very welcome to Live Live. Joe at rt.ie is our text number. A couple of housekeeping issues. We will, of course, be going to the announcement of the Tory nominations at 2 o'clock. It looks like uh, Rishi Sunak, is, he's already got nearly 200 of the 357 uh, Tory MPs and Penny Mordaunt only has 25. You need to get to 100. So it looks like uh, the UK is about to have his youngest, first non-white and first Hindu as uh, Prime Minister by uh, this evening or whatever way they organise it to go to the palace and back. And also just a reminder, this coming Friday, it being a bank holiday, I forgot to mention this for the last where we've been ground under in, in fairness by other very, very serious topics. But this coming Friday, we are in the Clayton White's Hotel in uh, Wexford Town. It's a Wexford Opera Festival, by the way. So it's a beautiful train ride from the capital, a beautiful bus journey from uh, many, many cities. And uh, we're in Wexford Town with Funny Friday, all the usual crew, loads of giveaways, loads of fun. And uh, we hope it will be, it was, well, we know it will be enjoyable. Good old-fashioned variety, good old-fashioned comedy. That's this coming Friday. You're all welcome in Clayton White's Hotel. They are in the centre of Wexford Town. Beautiful, beautiful location. Uh, Ten minutes from the bus station, five minutes from the railway station. And you're all very very uh, welcome. Now, let me go to Vika Fleming. Vika, good afternoon. Hi, how are you? Uh, your car, what type of car is it? Um, it was a silver Toyota Vitz, um, a Japanese import. And it's gone? Gone, yeah. But not only is it gone, you were able to trace its movements after it was stolen. Tell us. Yeah, so I actually had, it's called a Samsung Galaxy Tag. So essentially what it does, it pings off a location um, if a Galaxy, like the Samsung device is in the area. So I was actually able to track it and it has gone, I'd say it was through town, out Ballinlock, uh, then down to Carrigaline. Okay. Then it came back into the city. Um, it came back into the city and the last place that it's known to have pinged off was on Patrick's Quay, just behind the Metropole, at about 4am on Sunday morning. And were you following this live, Vika, or did you... No, you... I had actually only... I came out um, on Sunday morning at about half twelve to go to the car and I got out and it was gone. So obviously I was in, I panicked, you know, because I couldn't understand what had happened. Um and I just remembered, I was like, oh, my God, I actually have the tag in the glove box. Yeah, well done. Well, yeah, I was yeah. like, I actually completely forgot that it was there. So I, I went anyway and I had a look at the locations and it showed me exactly, I could look at the location history. I could see exactly where it had gone to and where it ended up. And it's a small, but by the way, it's not there, is it? Have you checked? It, it's gone, yeah, yeah. Oh. And the, we actually got an update today. Um, the guards actually called me probably about 15 to 20 minutes ago saying okay. they actually located the car up the north side, up by Kilcully, and it was found completely burned out. Ah, no. Completely burned out, yeah. And how long have you had the little car? I only bought it in January. And how did you pay for it? Do you mind me asking? So I had to take out a loan for it. Um, I took out a loan um, because I, I didn't have, I suppose, the disposable income at the time to yeah. straight up pay for a car. So I had to take out a loan for three years. Um, I'll be paying it off. Um, I worked full time trying to pay it off. I now went back to do a master's degree. So I've had to cut down on my hours. So in work um, and in work now, all the money, it goes to the car. And now it's it's gone. And destroyed. Gone and destroyed. And they went. Even. They went for a good long joyride. They did a good tour of the of the uh, of Cork City and its environs, yeah. didn't they? It, it looks anyway from from the tag that I that I was looking at from the location history. It looks like it was stolen probably around the half twelve in the morning kind of mark. Um, just and you mean was, just just after midnight? Just after midnight. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then it was. Um, last pinged then in the city centre. So it went from Douglas, went from Douglas into the city centre, then out to Ballinlock, Carrigline, Ballin Temple, and then back into Patrick's Key. Yeah, and then it went from evidently pa- then up to the north side, then um, where they, you know, just torched it. I wonder did they film it? 
they, you know what, they they probably did. Um, I'm not too sure. Like I can't really speak because I'm not on the on like on that kind of platform. They they say it's TikTok. TikTok. Um, yeah. I'm not on the platform, but I reading some of the um, some of the news articles that are out there at the moment. It does seem that it's it's just to show off, essentially. But it's a small, it's an imported Toyota, which is a lot of them. Toyota Vitz, V-I-T said. Yeah. Um, it, it looks like a Yaris, doesn't it? Yeah, it's, yeah. it's very similar to the Yaris yeah. in terms yeah. of the shape and everything. It's like the Japanese import of the Yaris. And does it, 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 I don't know whether you saw the recent, because we did it about three months ago, and someone said these Japanese imports don't have immobilizers. Yeah, that's what I was informed of anyway. Um, like, thank, like the guards were so, so helpful. They gave me a lot of information um, and they were out very quick, like fair play to them. And even finding the car now as well, they found it within like a day. Like I'm I'm happy that I have that closure at least. Mm. Um, not knowing, you know, where it is was driving me a bit crazy for the past day. But um, they were saying, you know, these Japanese imports, they're not fit with all the safety features that the cars uh, have now. And so did, they're a perfect target. And did the guardies say there's no steering lock, no immobiliser? So yeah. Anyone who has a Japanese import should go and get one of the old chains or the old crook locks and put it on. Absolutely. Um, I couldn't I couldn't actually recommend that more because I genuinely I didn't ever think that it could have happened to me. And so you're very, you're very young, uh, Vika. So how much that means high insurance? How much was your insurance premium on the car? Um, my insurance was one thousand one hundred, and I paid that off monthly as well. Wow. Yeah. So on top of the car cost plus the insurance, getting it serviced, it it's a lot of money to invest. Which you know it, it, is, it is a financial burden. Your insurance is a hundred quid a month. Yeah. Yeah. And then, do you mind me asking what you pay? How much did you have to borrow? Um, I took the loan out for seven grand. For God's sake. Now, do you, even if the insurance covers, you'll be hit again. But does the insurance cover being burnt out? Um, I think, now thankfully, to... I think it does. I think it does because oh, okay. I had the comprehensive. I I went for the comprehensive and I'm so happy that I did. But like in, in, in the space of, what, three or four hours, these couriers, we, we think there is a few of them. I'm presuming there's a few of them acting the Egypt. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I, th- I think it is like a small select few that are going around, and it's just for fun. It's they're they're bored. They're they just. I'm want sorry to for be I'm sorry. For, I'm sorry for them if they're bored now. Yeah, at half yeah. twelve at night, and yeah. the, the, the way to get rid of their boredom is to um. Yeah, you know, like I worked so hard. Steal, I worked so hard for the car, and steal it's, someone it's, probably, it's gone now. probably around their own age. Sorry. I don't know what age are these. What age are these people? As far as we know, I, I'm not too sure, but they're they're old enough to know what they're doing. Yeah, you know. And no doubt we'll get there deprived, and they didn't go to school long enough, and they didn't mm. weren't mollycoddled long enough. So they, so there's no justification for that gorierism. It's just um, malicious. The fact that they're taking the cars. They're burning them out. They're dumping them. It just goes to show that they the only intent is they just want to have a bit of bit of crack, a bit of fun. And Vika, did um did the guardy say that um there's a spate of these robberies or? Um, it does look like it's been happening a lot more frequently. Um, like I was even just looking myself into like some of the reports from like different news sites and they have said that the, this is on the increase and mm-hmm. again you read about it and you say oh like that might never happen to me you kind of turn a little bit of a blind eye to it but, but would they know that, like okay your car is do you know when you drive up to your car can walk up to your car that it is an import do you follow me is the yeah, word, like yeah. you, you kind of would, yeah, yeah you would, would because okay. it has the vits on the, the vits, on the yeah. back of it, you know. Well, the vits has left you in bits, pardon the, pardon the, the, the Yeah, the like the car is a part yeah. of my daily life, you know, I, I needed to get around. I had bought it with the intention that I needed for my master's um, because I'd be dr- driving to different places for, for different classes and stuff. And by the way, and when, now, when, 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 sorry, when you were taking out the insurance, the insurance company say to you, oh, by the way, the reason your insurance is so high is these cars are targeted, so I suggest you get a chain or a proof lock or try and... That's the thing. When the guard said that this was happening and that these cars are being targeted because of these 
the lack of these safety and like these safety features, like I was kind of shocked because I was like, oh, I, I didn't even think that that was a thing. I was never told about it. I didn't even know that this was an important thing, you know. Um, how will you replace the car? Will you have to wait on the insurance claim? Yeah, I thankfully my insurance, um, I've gotten onto my insurance. I've reported it to the guardian and everything. So I'm just waiting for the insurance now. I was supposed to do an yeah. assessment of have you, the have you been have, have you been up to see the burnt out car? I've I've actually never even seen, I've never seen a burnt out car before. So well, don't I don't even want to imagine what mine looks like now at the moment. <laughs> And where is it now, do we know? Is it still in the field? Um, they said it was up um, Kilcully, I think, up the north side. Kilcully of Cork City, yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, maybe you don't want to see a photograph of it. It's irretrievable. Uh, yeah, I, like at the, they said it was completely okay. incinerated. Dave Dave Rob, Robson is with Car Audio and Security. Yeah. Um, Dave, good afternoon. How are you, Joe? How's it going? Um, these Japanese imports, what's the problem security-wise? Well, the, the problem with them is, Joe, as you were saying there, they, they, they don't actually come with an immobiliser. Like, if you were to buy, I, I, I think that lady that was on to you there was saying she had a Toyota Vitz. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so she she has a Toyota Vitz. Now, the, 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 your, the, the car that we would get from, say, Toyota here in, in Ireland would be a Toyota Yaris. So they're built for a different spec. Now, in, in Japan, there doesn't seem to be a problem with car crime, so they don't need an immobiliser as standard. So... That's why you're, you've probably gone back to nearly the 90s with, with car security. The lads are able to get in, get them very quickly and be gone with them. And what, it, does, it, what does an immobiliser mean, Dave, on every other well, car? An, an immobiliser is very simple. Basically, it means that if, if you get in and you try and hotwire the car, be it pulling no. the barrel, anything at all like that, the car won't start. Okay. Uh, it, 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 it's as simple as that. Uh, now, so, so I heard you saying there, Joe, that, that a lot of the car, like the Jap imports don't have immobilizers, but in, in fairness, uh, uh, some of them actually do. And okay. like the, the Toyota Aquas and stuff like that, it probably is handy to know because these guys are breaking into the cars and they, can't, they, they actually wouldn't be able to steal them even, no matter what they do. The ones with the actual push start on them have a built-in immobilizer. So they, them ones, they're not going to hotwire. Unfortunately, they do get in and do the damage before they realize that. But... Yeah. Uh, and what should, what should, by the way, we, we bring them into Japan because they drive on the same side of the road as we yeah. do. And also that, um, you say that cars aren't stolen in Japan. No, there's, there's no need for it. Like, like a European spec car would have an immobiliser from back in, I'd say, 97, 98. It was standard across the board. Japan, like this 15, 16, 17 year, like 2017 cars without immobilizer on them. They, they just don't need it. There is no car crime there. Okay. It's, it's very, very different. But I think the way things are going, Joe, I see it I see it every day. Customer rings me up and they've had an attempted break in or they bought a new car. And I think it, I think a lot of the onus is probably on these guys selling the cars. They, they, they really shouldn't be leaving the forecourt without either an alarm or an oh, immobilizer. Oh, good point, yeah. And do you think it, the insurance company should be saying it to people as well? The, Joe, the insurance companies are getting on board. I, are I've they? Had okay. I've had, to, I've had to actually do out uh, certificates of installation for customers that have had them. They will not insure them unless they can prove it's had an alarm or an immobilizer or sometimes both fitted to it. Okay. And how much, much is a decent security system to put on? Uh, well, in, any, in anything, from, anything from around 250 to, to 300 will get, should, should get you into an alarm and get it secured. Like a decent alarm should always have an immobilizer built into it as well. A lot of the time, Joe, I see, and I'm not just trying to plug my own business, a lot of the time when these lads come up, they see the alarm, they see the flashing light, they'll move on to the next one. There's usually an easier target, a couple of houses down or whatever. So it's just, you're, you're, you're basically just making it hard from, as you said, the chain. If people don't have the money and they're, they're maybe, like, like a lot of these cars that, people, that, that are being stolen, they're kind of learner cars, people getting started. If they don't have the money for that, absolutely go back, put a chain under the seat, wrap around the steering wheel. Yeah, yeah. Do, do, do whatever you can to make it safe, but if you don't have the alarm right on that and you're even running into shop for five or ten minutes, put the chain on it, put the steering lock on it. It just makes that bit harder for them. Okay, okay. Um, uh, that that's, that that's, doesn't butter any parsnips for you, Vika, but it is a warning to uh, to other people as well. As, as, as Like a chain and a lock, would you wrap around under your seat onto the steering wheel? That that had only cost you twenty quid, would it, Dave? I know it's a bit awkward and a bit unattractive looking. When you say it's awkward, I, I see so many cars that people are stolen, and they, they might lose buggies, they might lose everything. And for the sake of, as I said, even if you're running into shop for five minutes, 
must have lock on it. Like these guys are driving around. I think from what I've seen, they basically they, they could be stealing cars and going around looking for other these Jap imports in the states. And you could have two or three of them in a night, so they're very opportunistic. I've seen them breaking into cars at nine o'clock in the morning. So everywhere you go, put that chain onto it. If you haven't got the money or our, our funds don't allow for the alarm, get a lock. Get some way have the car maybe blocked in. You have to if you're driving one of these Jap imports like the, the Aquas, the Vit. Yeah. Anything like that? They're just they're just high targets at the moment. Like so, yeah, it's not worth taking chances with. Okay, okay. So uh, I'm just looking at the screen here for Sky News and BBC, whatever else. Um, there's no there's no announcement. The only announcement is Penny Morton has withdrawn from the leadership race. So end of. Uh, we, I don't, don't even think we need the the result at this stage. Rishi Sunak is uh, the next prime minister. Of the UK, um, full stop. That's before the announcement is even made. Breaking news before it even broke. That's why you listen to live now. Talk to Joe on 0818 715 815. Talk to Joe on 0818 715 815. And there you had a six uh, middle-aged, grey, besuited uh, men trooped into one of the rooms in the House of Commons and announced that a very young, the youngest ever, a 41, uh, non-white, totally different to the six men just announced it even to look at. Um, Forrest Hindu, I suspect he's different there as well, uh, will be the next uh, UK Prime Minister. Okay, Rishi Sunyak. And on today, is, isn't it Diwali at the minute, the celebration? Uh, I know celebration in India and a Hindu celebration, so that's apt as well um, on the day that's in it. A reminder, we're in the Clayton White Hotel this coming Friday for Funny Funny Friday and the tragedy of Funny Friday for us is that Boris is gone and we used to have great fun with Boris with the great impressionist uh, from Dublin, based in London, Liam Hurricane, and he's bereft that Boris is gone, absolutely bereft. He's, he's, in, he's in mourning at the minute, but we'll be hearing from him again. Okay, thank you indeed uh, White's Hotel Clayton White's Hotel this coming Friday funny funny Friday Lisa a Japanese import as well what happens? Yeah hi Joe basically um, we on a Sunday afternoon we had the guards at our door to tell us that our car had been stolen taken on a joyride and then dumped basically it um, it happened sometime after half eight in the morning I just dropped my dad to the train and, and how did they get yeah. into the car they jammed the door did they? They the jammed open, so we don't know. We think they actually just held on and pulled it. Um, it was completely opened up like like a butterfly wing off the, the hinge. And then they ripped out the ignition, even though they probably could have started it with a butter knife, uh, we've learned. Yeah. And then they just, like Vika's car, they destroyed it. Uh, yeah, so the it wasn't as bad now, in fairness, that poor girl, it was burnt out. Yeah. Ours was just dumped. It obviously just stopped because whatever they did to the ignition, sir, the car just circuited out or but has something. But has, has it been written off, Lisa? Yeah, it was oh, completely fantastic. written off. So, um, so their, cu- their, their couple of hours of crack has, has uh, destroyed... It yeah. disrupted our, our life for a good few months because my husband actually needed to use that for work. I was lucky I got to work from home. He didn't, so he needed, he had to take nearly a week off of work. Um, and then we were actually due to, we were moving out of that apartment that week to move into our first home. And we had to somehow improvise to get all our stuff out. And did you, you didn't see it up on TikTok or social media or when they videoed themselves, no? We haven't, saw a car that We saw yeah. a car that might have been ours, but around that area it was, kind of par for the course that a car was robbed it was just the fact that it was a Sunday morning they didn't live in our building or anything like that they got into the underground which is meant to be a secure parking area got yeah. it out and took it off on their joyride yeah. and, and destroyed it and destroyed it yeah the, the, yeah the door was jimmied open the back bumper was completely ripped off there was, the ignition was out the part of the the wheels were gone it was just horrible to have to go and because luckily it was recovered we were able to get some of our stuff out of it yeah. that was in it um, but it was completely destroyed it was very very upsetting to see it Okay Okay Lisa hard working family there just being uh, hit by 
fellas, or we presume it's fellas, or there's a mix we heard last week, in a gang now, and uh, just having a few hours of fun and no consequence, no responsibility, and no sense of that they're doing seems anything wrong. Thank you, Lisa. Thank you, Vika Fleming. Thank you, Dave Robson. Uh, Helen, you you were, oh, hang on, let me let me go to Rose first, coming in. Your, what, what happened, who was your dad's fan? What ha- Tell me quickly, Rose. Hey, yeah, my dad's van was stolen um, in the early hours of Wednesday morning. Okay. Um, yeah. Some guy came along Tuesday night about 11. Um, okay. Got into the van, spent about 20 minutes in the van. Yeah. Uh, he was on his own, went off and then came back after 1am and got into the van and drove off now. And how do you know he was in the van for 20 minutes, Rose? There's lots of CCTV from okay. homes around the area and they all checked them and that's how we know. And what was in your dad's van? All his tools for work oh, and for material sake. for a job that he's working on at the moment. Yeah. And what was he doing in the van for 20 minutes before he got out, went away and came back? Apparently they can use a computer to like recode and do like a new oh. key or something like that. Wow. Wow. And, um, well, this isn't it? It's, I know it's a big, big worry. It's, and it's a big van. It's a Mercedes uh, Sprinter. Yeah. Um, and by the way, you say there's CCTV. Can you identify your man? No. What he was wearing? We're still waiting on some more um, video footage from neighbours close by, but yeah. we can see him. <laughs> we can see what he's doing. And how was your dad after his livelihood was robbed, like that, stolen? He's sick over it, you know. Yeah. What can you do? Yeah. Okay, Rose, uh, mind yourself. What part of the world was this in, Rose? English. English, okay. In Dublin, okay. Thanks, 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 Rose. Uh, Helen, you, you were, you're deeply upset over something that happened and you, you, were, you were wrongly done by as well. What happened, Helen? Uh, hi, Joe, how are you? Oh, good, yeah. Deeply upset is absolutely not the word. Devastated, I would use. I've gone through such a dreadful, dreadful week. I had a little Yorkshire Terrier myself. Okay. And he died suddenly in March of this year. Okay. And I had been spending so much time going on, uh, you know, different rescues to see if I could get a young enough one and... It seems to be all older dogs that are available. Okay. But finally, two weeks ago, I went on to a site online and saw this absolutely adorable little litter of puppies that were for sale. Yeah. So contacted the owner and he said that, you know, I read the ads and, you know, the ad said that they were 10 weeks old. They were fully uh, vaccinated. They were healthy, happy, and ready to go to their new homes and would only be given to good homes. Okay. So I contacted the owner, as I said, and uh, he agreed to send me a video of the puppy that I liked with mummy the next morning. Yeah. Which he duly did. And they, then we arranged, you know, when I think of it, Joe, I talk about falling book line and sinker. I really did, and I know it was the most stupid thing to do. Uh, I know that, but in hindsight, you know, you do these things, and agreed to meet him in a public place that I knew was covered by CCTV, because you know you don't know who you're meeting these days. So he came along. I had the money for him, and he took the puppy out of the boot of his car. And when I saw the puppy and he handed it to me, I, not to say I was shocked, I couldn't believe it, but it was tiny, and I mean tiny, it literally fitted in the palm of my hand. She was covered, I don't want to call her, her name was Bella, she was my Bella for a week. And she was covered in dog poo, I'm trying to be polite about it. And I mean, I said, you know, look at the condition she's in. I brought, I had a packet of wipes in the car, took out the wipes, and I used a full packet of wipes trying to clean her up because the smell of her was dreadful. Brought her home, gave her a tiny little bath 
to get it up, but it was so embedded into her coat. I had to get, like, a little fine comb to teeth the poo out of it. So I said, right, now cleaned her up, dried her off with the hairdryer at a distance. And she was lovely and warm, wrapped her in a towel, a hot towel, and made Mm. sure she was warm, she'd warmed back up again. So I decided then I'd feed her. And, you know, the way you give puppies the nuts moistened in water, warm water, she wouldn't eat it. She wouldn't even look at it. So I was trying to think of every other thing to give her. So I got chicken and I minced it. And I cooked rice and minced the rice as well and mixed it. Still wouldn't eat it. All she wanted was water. She drank water out of a little bowl. Mm. So... This went on the Thursday. I bought her on the Wednesday. The Thursday still wouldn't eat. And all she wanted to do was sleep. Now, as you know, Joe, a puppy does not sleep. A puppy yeah. plays and they, yeah, then yeah. they'll nap and they get up again and get up to a little different And, you know, I have yeah. another dog here as well. So she wouldn't, she didn't even recognize her. She wasn't minding her. So the Friday morning, I said, I'm going to have to. I go to my own vet and get this puppy looked after. Brought her over to my vet. And the vet said to me, when I showed him the mm-hmm. documentation I had, he said, Liz, this are, there's absolutely no way this is 10 weeks old. It's roughly six, five to six weeks old. Okay. Shouldn't be even away from mummy. Shouldn't have been sold. So, sorry? Legal. It's not legal, sure it's not. Only, no. no. Eight weeks old is the legal limit to sell yeah. she, a puppy. She should still be feeding with her mother. Exactly. But, you know, I sent a video to your producer of the puppy yeah. with mummy and you'll actually see the puppy going to try and feed off her. Yeah, yeah. So the vet put her on this tin food. And she had to be fed, but fed by syringe every two hours, which meant I was up all night and I was all day. I couldn't leave her. I had to stay in for, you know, literally, I couldn't move outside the door. So this went on and that was the Friday. She was back in the vet again on the Sunday. She was put on fluids and she was put on antibiotics. She was put on, you name it, Joe. She was put on it. But still wouldn't, they were feeding her with a syringe as well. And she'd come around a bit, but fall flat then again. And it turns out she was hypoglycemic. Okay. So, you know, her poor... How many many times did you end up going to the vet? Oh, Joe, if I showed you my bill, you wouldn't believe it. My vet bill is at 800 euros now as we speak. And so bring uh, us bring us down to where are we Friday night? Yeah, I brought her back over to the vest because she was flat again, and absolutely nothing would bring her around. Went over to my vest again, and she said she needs to go back on fluids again. She needs to go back on antibiotics again, and just. It's been a nightmare, Joe, an absolute nightmare. She was in the vets the whole afternoon up to 8 o'clock that night. And I went over to pick her up again to bring her home again because I had to continue with the feeding all during the night. And the vet decided that she'd leave the lines in her because she knew she'd be coming back in the next morning. Okay. And just as I was going to take her home, she fell flat. She went hypoglycemic again. And I just said, you know, enough is enough. She's too young to suffer this like this. It's if you saw her, Joe, it was heartbreaking to look at her. She was just, you know, she was just like a little rag. You know, the poor little thing was absolutely pathetic looking at her. So unfortunately, I had to make the decision to let her go. There was no way back for her. Poor little system wasn't developed properly or anything. That, you know, she shouldn't have been sold. She should not have been sold. She should have been with the mother. Yeah. But you were misled. 
I exactly, exactly. You know, you know, it wasn't the money is immaterial now of what I paid for. Mm. But I should have now another little puppy playing with my own dog. I don't. You know, I've waited so long to get a little Yorkie puppy, and she was. I don't know if you saw her photograph. She was a little beauty. But, you know, she's gone um, now as well. You, I, I know there's no comeback, but have, have you any way of contacting the seller? Um, I contacted them on the Thursday to say she wasn't eating. And, you know, I thought he would have said to me, well, we've been feeding her X amount. But I knew yeah. then she was too young to, she wasn't even weaned. Yeah. That's why she didn't know what food was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was, oh, God, I just... A whole long list of lies. That's all I got. Absolutely. He said, well, you know, he said, uh, puppies do die. And I said, well, sort of, I didn't expect mine to die, you know, a week after I bought her. But again, he wasn't contactable after that. He obviously blocked me or... And then... But when when he produced the puppy Bella from the boot of his car, and you saw the condition Bella was yeah. in, were you already smitten, or could you have said to him, "No, I don't want the dog"? I, the pup. You know, the way I'm looking at it now is, she was better with me in my care and yeah. my vet care than going back in a boot of a car. Yeah, she would. She would. Have, she would have died on the journey back. For God's sake, yeah. the sounds of it. She, you know, she was totally dehydrated. <laughs> She was totally, there wasn't an ounce of fluid. And because she, when my vet said she's got an absolute dreadful flea infestation, oh, and as gosh. I said, she was the size of my hand. And he got the comb, and you could actually see the fleas oh, hopping God. off her. Oh, God. And because of the fleas were feeding off her, she hadn't a very, oh, very little, God. she was nearly anemic. She was doomed. Yeah. And I remember the vet saying, they can recover from this, but it's her age is against her. She's so young. You know, five or six weeks old. And had she been vaccinated? She got papers? Uh, She had, yeah. Okay. I don't want the name on the paper, but is is there a vet's name on it? Oh, there is. There is, definitely. Okay. Definitely. And, you know, I don't know if other people have been put in the position that I've been put in in the last two weeks by buying Yorkshire Terrier puppies. And, as I say, there is a vet's name on it, but I don't want to discuss it. Yeah, no, not at all. No, that, that, and well, there is, there, if, is, there is an Irish veterinary union, there is. Oh, there is. Yeah, you're entitled to ask the vet. What his his or her information was. I've had dogs, as I said, all my life, Joe. And when they come to you at eight eight weeks old, they've had their injections from four weeks, eight weeks. So there should be three stickers on the book. My documentation had one sticker. And my vet told me it was a Parvo sticker. Okay. Um, so, Joe, <laughs> anyone has been stoned, Joe at RT.ie, uh, 51551 is the text number. Um, Sarah has contacted us. Sarah, you're listening to Helen's distress there. Hello, good afternoon, Joe. Good afternoon, Helen. Um, Hi, how are you? How are you? I'm so sorry that you went through that. That's very, oh, very Helen, sad. So tragic. It's been an absolute nightmare. It's, I haven't slept. For a week no. with the puppy because I didn't want to raise the feeds. Uh, if I did snooze, I had my phone on the, for the alarm to go to wake me up to feed the puppy. I was oh. putting the food in with the syringe and I had to use a puppy pad underneath it because the food was just literally running through. Gosh, goodness, that's so sad. And I was just, when I heard your call first, um, I immediately thought, oh, goodness, you know, buying, I, as a dog minder, I would always discourage people from buying dogs. However, I know that people do really yeah, like yeah. to have some kind of a breed of a dog. Yeah, and then we have yeah. the, the Irish Kennel Association, and they have a list of breeders. And that's what, did you buy your dog from somebody like that? I actually rang uh, a kennel club member 
Mm. When I was looking for a puppy, as I said, and the lady was saying that Yorkshire Terriers are hard to find now because of the breeders are all were all older than you know all these new dogs that are coming up and a lot of the a lot of the people had died in the past few years and there wasn't many you know litters available okay so who where did you find the phone number of the person who sold you the puppy it was online and it they they weren't a member of any registered association uh they didn't say. They didn't say. But when I saw the litter, I, you know, I I done the most stupid thing. I'm saying hands up. You know, I agree with yeah. what friends it's, have said it's... to me, and you know, I did check. I did a lot of checks. And it's you know, really they... hard to check on those people because I suspect they're running kind of a backyard puppy mill, oh, and it, it they make it very hard for you to check. Yeah. And all mm-hmm. the really, to me, it seems all they care about is profits. They don't care about the welfare well, yeah, of you know, the, the mama the dog, animal means nothing to the them. animal. Yeah, all they see is euro signs. That's all it is. Is euro yeah. signs. Yeah. Well, let's hope your situation and your your horrible experience yeah. and that poor puppy is just. It could be a stark warning to people, particularly coming up to Christmas time. This exactly. is the time of year that's, that that's they're going the to be. Of the show today. Yeah, I want to fair play to yeah. Yeah, and I just echo that. Yeah, please don't buy puppies. Unless they can show you verification of their documentation for the puppy. There's that. And it has the vaccines. And also, I would really urge people, um, I have seen, I've never been busier minding dogs. And they're the lucky dogs that people are going to hire a dog walker or a doggy daycare person or something for their dogs. Now that kind Mm -hmm. of, sort of, post-COVID, people are going back to work. Because people got, so many people got dogs and really enjoyed them for the two years of lockdown. And then for some reason, they're able to just hand them in at the shelters. And I know there was a dog's trust um, at large Cologne there last week. The shelters are just overflowing. And in fact, you will get some very beautiful, quite young dogs. A lot of them would be under the age of two. Get them in shelters. And if people would would check that first before, and you may have to wait. That's the one thing. If you want a particular kind of dog. The waiting list in dogs is very long. And, you know, a friend of mine was waiting on a dog from Dogs Trust and she was waiting almost two years to get a puppy. Yeah. Well, listen, you could, that, that I'd advise you to go online and look at all the other ones or, or just people out there who are thinking about getting me, a dog. I have. Yeah. You know, I, I want Yorkie again. I want a Yorkie so badly again because I had a Yorkie for years and he died suddenly in March. Yeah. I'm sorry. Just yeah, the so breed bad. is uh, just so adorable and so gentle and, ah. Uh, but, you know, this little <laughs> they all dog. are, yeah. Mm. All the dogs are fabulous. Oh, but they that, are. That's it's just my, my two points. <laughs> yeah, my two points to make would just to be just to kind of compound what you're saying. It's a it's a bad idea to buy from these people online. Yeah. Go to your yeah. shelters, and there are so many shelters. Every single county in the country has at least one, if not several, mm-hmm. dog mm-hmm. shelters. And a lot mm-hmm. of them even ask people just to foster the dogs for a while. Some people aren't ready to have a dog the whole time or they're waiting for their Yorkshire Terrier but you could foster a dog for one of the shelters in the meantime and you have the company and you're you're still on the list for your Yorkshire Terrier and they come in every Uh other day so you know you could be you might Uh think you're going to wait a very long time and next thing oh here comes a litter of Yorkshire Terrier puppies yeah no there is there's a Yorkshire Terrier and Helen did you have to guard you any involved this this is animal cruelty um, uh, Joe, I, it's yeah, very it's hard. Animal, is it, yeah. animal rights in this country, we, they don't have, we don't have no, great animal Joe, rights. No, I don't agree with you there. There is a new unit set up by the Gardaí and it's the Animal Cruelty Unit. What's it called, Helen? It's the Animal Cruelty Unit. Okay. And it's in the designated officer in each uh, area. And okay. now I have reported it to my okay. local guard station and it's also being reported to the DSPCA. Okay. And, you know, anyway, but again... What do you do now, Helen, when you try and get another dog? Or? 
I want Joe, I want a little Yorkshire Terrier puppy so bad, you have no idea. But, you know, I had Bella last week and I was fully convinced every morning I was going to wake up. And she was going to be running around the floor. And she was flat out, she was hypoglycemic every morning. And it took her two hours, you know, after giving her more feeds and more feeds and more feeds, even for her to stand. And when she would stand, she'd topple over on her side. And, you know, I couldn't let her go through it. I could not let a puppy go through it. On Friday night, I just, as I said, I made the hardest decision I ever had to make. To get her, to put her to sleep. For a baby, a little dot, to let her go. And when I saw her lying in my arms, she died in my arms. And just, you know, my friends and all have been fantastic. But it's so upsetting and it's so bloody annoying what these people are doing. Well, let's see, can we get you any any ideas? Uh, Kay, Tyrrell Kay. Yes. I got a puppy from Dogs Trust last year, uh, the 25th of March. What breed? Uh, 21. What, what, what breed, Kay? Yorkie, York, eight yeah. weeks old he was. He oh. is. Well, he, and they're very, very helpful over there. And we only waited three weeks for him. Okay, you were lucky in that mm-hmm. sense. You were lucky. You were extremely okay, and how's, lucky. So the dog is what, nearly two now? He's a year nine months, well, ten months and now. How, how's he doing? What's his name? How's he doing? His name is Alfie. I I always rescue. I have to see an angel. She's an ex-puppy farm mammy. And she's a Yorkie. Okay, and you got her from Dog's Trust. I got, you I got didn't Alfie, get yeah. Angel, I got Alfie from Dog's Trust. I got the other one down here in Wexford from the North uh, Wexford Dog Shelter. Okay. Um, okay, thanks. But, Ke- but if, yeah, she, you know, if Helen, yes. if Helen yeah. I'm devastated for Helen because I've had yours all their lives as well. Yeah, and, and you know, they're, well, they're so small, and oh my God, the nature of the dog. Any dog yeah. is lovely, but the Yorkie is especially nice. Well, yeah. yeah, my hair's just a little brash, but I'm saying that it was hard work. Alfie, with a name like Alfie, is bound to be cheeky. Uh, what's it all about, Alfie? Thanks, Kay. Ash, okay. Ash, Ash, Ashling, Ashling. Hi there, Joe. Um, firstly, I'd just like to offer sympathies to Helen on the death of her dog. Thank you. I know Thank you. how upsetting it is to, to lose any pet. Um, and so sorry to hear um, of the situation that happened. Um, I suppose the message coming from me, um, like some of your other callers, is please try and adopt. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. I follow all the different um, you know, rescue centres across Ireland. There mm-hmm. is phenomenal people um, working on the ground trying to save so many unwanted dogs and cats and other animals in the country. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I adopted two years ago um, from Limerick Animal Welfare and it, the process was quite easy. They were very easy to deal with. I know other yeah. organisations can be more well, I difficult. Am, I am registered but it is worth the wait. two places, but again, it's it's a waiting game. There's a little people before you and people before you, but, yeah. you know, that's why I was getting so, I was getting desperate that I really needed a little Yorkie. Yeah. Well, and what, what I would suggest is just keep, like following every, you know, organisation you can on social media is one mm-hmm. of the best ways. I do. I was, for months, I, every morning, my first thing was I was online to see was there anything come into any of the rescues or if there was, you know, I say I was interested, but never hear back. Yeah. I know. I understand. Look, I, I have been through the process myself and I, it is a waiting game. It isn't going to happen overnight because these mm-hmm. animals need, you know, they need the best care and the best uh, suitable house possible. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. But Helen, uh, all Helen, these organisations yeah. um, are 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 basically run by volunteers. Mm-hmm. Very few people yeah. are actually paid or have a salary. Um, mm-hmm. They do uh, like out of the goodness of their heart. So I suppose we all need to be just a little bit patient with those organisations that their yeah, their budget yeah. is very very little. Um, they get yeah, very little funding from my the Department of Agriculture. That I have here. She was so close to my other dog that died, Bobby. They were together for a long time. When he died, she actually developed an anxiety condition that okay. she actually bites her 
her, her literally her paws oh, and licked God. her paws. And, you know, she stopped doing it for the few days that Bella was here. She, was, she didn't even look at her paws. All she was doing was trying to get Bella. She'd go over and she'd nudge her in her bed to see would she move. And, of course, Bella couldn't. She couldn't even stand. But I noticed this morning that my other dog was at her paws again. And okay. it was company for her, and it was trying to get her out of that anxiety phase she was going through. And yet they grieve as much as adult, as you know, humans do. When they use, they lose a pet member. Well, they we grieve. know how we know how much people love love their pets. And oh, you know my you know my dogs and my family. Yeah. That's Sh- it. Sharon Lyons, uh, thanks, Ashley. Sharon. Thank I you. Don't. Um, Limerick, Limerick Animal Welfare. Yeah, Limerick Animal Welfare had a post up on Facebook there in the past couple of weeks. They have a Yorkshire Terrier who's just had puppies. If you'd like to try there, you can register and they'll you just pay a rehome and fee, and uh, you know, you'll get the dog then. Oh, that's Limerick, is it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, I'll go online. Limerick, what's it called? Limerick look. Animal Welfare, Sharon. Yeah, it is. Yeah, they have a Facebook it's page a dog and they regularly okay. update. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Have you got a dog yourself, Sharon? No, I don't. No, <laughs> okay. Yeah, okay. Thanks to that, Sharon Lyons, and and you're 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 a registered breeder. I am, yeah. Sorry, I have a really bad cold at the moment. Yeah, Sorry. take your time. Yeah. No, no worries. Um, you're a registered breeder. I am. And you you say basically don't buy anything online. Oh my God, just please keep away from the online dog selling sites. Oh, I've learned um, that the hard way, believe me. I know, you poor thing. God love you. God love you. My heart goes out to you. But like, I've been doing this for years now and the mm-hmm. amount of phone calls that I get from families that have been caught by unscrupulous dog breeders or from puppy farms. It's Mm -hmm. it's actually criminal. And the stories that I hear... um, It's all I'm worried about. I know it sounds ridiculous. It's not ridiculous. It's just me the way I am. I'm worried about the other puppies that were in that litter. I know. I know. And the mother that's left behind as well. Because she'll be going through the same thing the next heat, like in the next six months. Oh, my God. Yeah. So so can I tell you a story, Joe? I had um, a friend of mine rang me and she was looking for a puppy, and um, she asked me to look at a particular dog site online. So I said, look, I said, I'm not looking at that site for, for obvious reasons. Yeah. And she said, ah, please. So I said, go on, I will. So I looked at it online, beautiful looking puppy, beautiful pictures, the whole lot. So I did a bit of digging, and I found out that the person that was selling the dog was registered, now registered, legally registered, for 300 breeding bitches. My God. What? Now that's, that's, breeding bitches. That doesn't include the stud dogs that she has. It doesn't include the dogs that she's waiting to become breeding bitches. It doesn't include the puppies that are on site. So you could have Mm -hmm. anything up to seven or eight hundred pups or dogs, I should say, on site. And they're they're registered. So you you can't be too careful. Um, Just keep away from the online dog selling sites. And I know you're saying it's a long wait. I, I deal with a particular breed. I only breed once a year. Okay. And I deal with mm-hmm. a very sought-after breed. And I have a list of about 80 people waiting. I for can dogs. imagine. I now, can I imagine. I'll never get through that list. I'll never get through it. Like, but, and I have to manage people's expectations. Yeah, okay. But, like, they're not machines. <laughs> you know, they're only yeah. little dogs. But all so, they are to these people are, is literally, they're not animals. Oh, they're, they're not money-making pets. machines. They're money-makers. That's all they yeah, are. Yeah, I totally agree. But um, there's, um, there's a number of things to look out for, if you don't mind me saying. So um, what you should look for is a puppy that they're looking for the family within the first week. So I look for my families within the first three or four days. I have them all matched to suitable families. And from mm-hmm. then on, the family are welcome to come to my home and see mm-hmm. the puppy in its natural environment, how it's being reared. They can see the mother. They can see my children interact with the puppies, things like that. Now, I don't want you to think that they get to handle the puppies at a vulnerable age. They don't. I have big yeah. back doors. So they come and see them through the back doors. It's like a little zoo. They get to look in and see them and things like that. But that's, but the, that's, that's the proper way to do it. And, exactly. and, and have things changed pre-lockdown during lockdown oh and, and post-lockdown. Absolutely, hugely. So demand, hugely. demand went up during lockdown, did it? It went through the roof. Okay. And because, like, another thing that happened was people that were purchasing puppies were then exporting them. So people, like, I can tell 
when someone rings me, you know yourself, you can gauge someone on the phone. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm just sorry, I'm just crossing the road here. But um, you you can gauge someone on the phone. But I can tell straight away if someone is looking to a breed the dog or c export the dog. So typically, what you'll find is with a well-bred and um, highly bred um, show dog or with a, a good, well-bred dog, they will be not for breeding and not for export. Will be marked on their papers. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. But okay. as well, on some of these sites, you do have breeders. You know, just once off, they might the might the dog might have got pregnant by mistake, and they'll sell. And all dog, the dog is going straight to the vet. Well, mm. typically no, the, they would be given to a rescue if it's a mistake or something like that. They yeah, would, like yeah. Like the previous lady said, they would be given to a rescue who will find suitable no, and acceptable and, and, and fantastic no, homes for them. And there's, yeah, no, there's, yeah. no, there's no money involved. Exactly, exactly. So but, if it is you know, a genuine just, mistake. So it's, it's the most difficult thing I've gone through. And I I've had, imagine. as I said, I've dogs all my life. I can only And I've imagine. had dogs that I've had to put down because of old age or illnesses. Yeah. Yeah. But to see a puppy, six weeks old, we'll say, that okay. said five to six, okay. lying there helpless that it couldn't even eat. I can only imagine. And did you say you're crossing the road? I was just crossing the road there, be, sorry, yeah. God, will you be careful? <laughs> <laughs> just collecting the small fella from school. Okay, well, go, <laughs> go on, collect them. Okay, Anne, thanks indeed. Thanks a million. No Mary, Marianne, Marianne, good afternoon. Yes, good afternoon, Joe. No, I I totally agree with with the the lady there who obviously was the breeder. I would have ah, absolutely yeah. the same. It would be the same way. I'm a breeder as well, uh, and uh, I would say exactly the same as she said. But I'm gonna. I would more like to talk about uh, why are people supporting these puppy farmers, and yeah. why why is it allowed to uh, get license for C350 bitches because that that would cost them a fortune for for, for anybody to, to for registration yeah, to, anyway yeah well, that's one thing but they, they would have to have uh, employees there yeah but I'm sure they're I'm sure they're registered and gone through the the system anyway yeah, Marianne are, you, you say you're, you're a breeder Has did, did it change talk to me now about post lockdown <laughs> Oh yes, it's it's a huge change, huge change. Like I had, uh, I, I, it's hard to say, but I mean, eight nine hundred people ringing and texting and uh, emailing and messaging mm-hmm. for for puppies and. Uh, this is during lockdown. That was during lockdown, yeah, and uh, it was just completely ridiculous. And people, some people could say. Like I said, I don't have any puppies at the moment of that breed. Well, now, have you any other puppies? It doesn't matter as long as it's a puppy. And uh, then people have not thought of what they want at all. It's just either having some entertainment for the kids or... So, I mean, you have to be, as a breeder, you have to be very careful who you, you, yeah. you sell to, and especially in the circumstances we had then. So uh, I don't think I had anything at that time at all. So, uh, but but well, I've, been, I've been very, I've been very lucky with my, my, my puppy buyers. But I, I also spend a lot of time with them uh, to make sure that yeah. they are. You know, the money people. that's involved with these illegal guys that aren't licensed breeders. Okay. The money they're charging for dogs that we would have called mongrels years ago. You yeah. know, the mixed breeds, mm. the cavapoos, yeah. the. I wouldn't even call them mongrels because the, an old-fashioned mongrel can be a, a very good dog. Yeah. These, oh, are, they're, are, they're these are designer dogs that are just just put together to make a, a name mm. and, uh, and yeah. uh, to make loads of money. So uh, uh, yeah, it, it's just there. ridiculous. But, but what, I, what I really wanted to, to talk about is why are people going online, looking up these pages... And uh, mm, and okay. when they they see some, and if the breeder is not willing to say, uh, come and have a look at the puppies and look at the the, the parents, and uh, I, I I can't understand how you can buy anybody can buy a puppy yeah. out of the back of a car yeah. in these no, days because it's it, 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 so I say, well known. I am totally 
in agreement with you now. I've been put through that situation. It's yeah. never going to happen again. I feel very sorry for, for what happened yeah. to you, and yeah. I know it must have been but terribly, I was led terribly to believe Mar- that Mar- this Mar- Marianne, just to take us through the dilemma. So, so Helen goes into the car park, your man arrives up, and she's seen a video of the dog, she's certain expectations, and then your man opens the boot with the car, the poor little mite is in a terrible state. Marianne, what, what should Helen have done? She should have just said no. And uh, I know it's horrible, and I know that puppy would have been suffering, but it's just, if we're ever going to get rid of this, it will be a few puppies that have to suffer. Maybe, maybe she should have taken... It's more more puppies suffering because people are buying them, because these people are keeping, keeping on breeding. Because mm-hmm. as long as people buy, they, they, they will breed, they make money. They don't care about yeah. the puppies. No, they don't. They don't. No, and, not and at all. Are they, um, like, maybe, Helen, you should have taken your man's reg number. Do you know something, Joe? When I was going into the church grounds, I was saying to myself, take his registration. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Just in case. But when I saw the condition of Bella when he put her into okay. the car. okay. Marianne, would you, you, Marianne, what would you have done? Well, first of all, I would never have bought I know that, I know, anything I know that, I know that, I know that. <laughs> in that way, because we have an, a, a, yeah. a, 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 a Irish kennel club that you can contact uh, for information. Yeah, and it's also the, yeah, the, yeah. the name and phone number and uh, email address. You know, I did, I actually done readers. that and I got through to a breeder. Yeah, and she was telling me that you know the Yorkshire Terriers were hard to get because it's a lot of the older generation that breed them. Yeah, I know. And a lot of the ladies and gentlemen have you know deceased, yeah. so there's very no, few litters available. Oh, okay. Okay. I know. Okay. I I was I was waiting for for Marianne. Uh, so Mar- Mar- but Marianne, we all buy online now, like. So yeah, but this is live animals. I know, I know. I, take I, know, I, know, I know. You're right. You're, yeah. you're right. To yeah. This is not the thing. And uh, and uh, no, I I am. I I really I feel my my blood boiling because. Uh, oh, and I've also so seen angry. I've also seen the documentaries uh, on telly uh, from these puppy farms, and I mean, they are given license from the from the the the, the councillor, and and it's it's it's. They are supposed to be there and check that they are living okay. on the on the good conditions. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. And if that is good conditions, I cannot understand. Uh, they should be checked very regularly. Uh, mm-hmm. If they have okay. a legal license, they should be checked very well, Helen, regularly. Helen, we have we have an, no, we need to, we, well, we have checked it out, and as far as we can over the phone, but it, it sounds very genuine. We have an offer of a week old puppy, obviously, and not not for now, but in the next month or so, it's a litter You're of four. Joking, no, well, I I don't know if I'm joking, and I'm only reading out the message. I don't, I don't want to be building up because I know how upset you are. A litter mm-hmm. of four Yorkshire Terriers were born last week, and uh, all the family, well, they they will obviously not release the pups until they're weaned properly and the family are only only asking for a donation to dogs aid so we we put you in touch and oh you're we get, very well don't get, so don't get don't get too no, we sure yeah, we, I know, we I checked know. it out as I best understand. we can I okay okay yeah come on Marianne yeah. be, be, be sure you're allowed to to come and see the puppies uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. when they're old enough to as I said I have yeah. learned such a valuable lesson okay and it's and I went on Facebook and, the other day. and I hope you tell I hope you tell a lot of people that are looking for puppies I went on Facebook the other day and I literally went well it's, I, it's obvious you're a, you're a you're an animal lover Helen and, and um, oh, yeah. that's come across absolutely, okay. absolutely okay Marianne uh, animal lover as well thank thank you back after this break Talk to Joe on 0818 715 815 Talk to Joe on 0818 715 815 And Joe at RT.ie reminder that we're in Clayton White's Hotel it's White's Hotel a lot of people know part of the great Clayton group now in Wexford Town this coming Friday for Funny Friday doors open at midday this coming Friday um, we've had a 15 page statement which they're entitled to do from Age Friendly Ireland uh, we covered it last week we asked someone to come on last week but uh, 
they are uh, unable to provide a spokesperson. So they've sent in a 15-page statement. Now, in fairness, I don't think anyone expects me to read out a 15-page statement unless we tell Ray Darcy to go home. Um, and uh, But anyway, they, they, they address it. Corrections in relation to age-friendly Ireland recognition and achievement awards are par... Uh, Age-Friendly Ireland is a shared service of local government. It's a sixth annual awards ceremony. Uh, in 2019, Clare County Council expressed interest to host the awards. Uh, procurement process was undertaken by Open Tender to acquire a venue that met our criteria, value for money, accessibility, capacity for numbers. and Castle were the successful tender and giving us a significant preferential rate for the meal. During the, due to the pandemic in 2020, unfortunately, our awards ceremony has to be uh, had to be postponed in 2022 in consultation with our older people's council we collectively agreed that there was a huge appetite to bring back the awards given the dreadful events of the last two years the awards will be hosted this Thursday 27th of October there will be 265 people in attendance a large proportion of attendees are member of our older people's councils shortlisted projects, including other older recipients of the benefits of the service and practitioners and key staff involved in delivering thousands of age-friendly initiatives across the country. Five local hotels have provided a preferential rate for those uh, wishing to stay overnight in the area. There are 27 shortlisted projects and they've given us a list in detail of the various uh, shortlisted products. They also say, I'm trying to be fair here, uh, as we previously stated, the awards an annual acknowledgement of significant work that takes place across the country recognise in particular those whose efforts contribute to older people living better lives as they age. Uh, many of the projects come from community and voluntary sec- sector, frontline workers and practic- practitioners. Uh, we felt the discussion that was raised by a caller and we put in questions to uh, Age Friendly Ireland and his, the questions were primarily about the money who was financing, who was paying for it, um, what was it costing, etc. It is public money, but anyway... That they weren't answered, but they do say in answering these questions, uh, we wish to say that we felt the discussion on Friday was very imbalanced with many one sided presumptions made about the awards. Uh, any people can judge this themselves. Any positive contribution was not given much airtime, um, given the short time we frame we were given to respond to the questions. It is a beautiful event celebrating all that is good in Ireland for older people. Given the difficulties that our older population faced in, panda- in the pandemic, this negative portrayal of their celebratory night was very unwarranted and hugely disappointing. OK, well, we hope we've uh, put the other side. As I say, the invitation still stands for uh, someone from Age Friendly Ireland to come on. But the, the, the questions raised by Eric Calder, who was uh, a relative, as he said, of someone who was invited, I think, uh, were legit- legitimate and we put them to Age Friendly Ireland last uh, Thursday I don't know if we're allowed to put, that, put the statement up on our website. If that helps, it's 15 pages. Um, but we wish everyone involved all the best this coming uh, Thursday. Shauna, your car was stolen. What happened? Hello? Shauna, go ahead. Hi, can you hear me? Yes, loud and clear. Um, yeah, no, my car was stolen um, last Saturday. Okay. Not, not Saturday, just on Saturday before. Yeah, where was where was it stolen from, Shauna? Uh, it was stolen from my house. Um, I heard the guys getting into my house. I heard everything. I was wide awake. And did you did you get up and try and stop them? I hope you didn't. Good God! No, I didn't because this is my fifth car that was stolen. Oh my God! So, um, no, I heard them getting in. I heard everything. You heard um, them. You heard them. Did you hear them in the car or in your house? No, I heard I heard like noises when they broke into my house. Okay. Yeah. And then I heard like loud noises, so I knew somebody was definitely in my house. Good then God. I heard voices, so I knew the guys were in my house. And did you ring the guards, or what can you do? Or I was in. I froze, and it's crazy because I have like a panic alarm beside my bed, but I I didn't even think about that. And um, so I went, once I heard them driving off in my car, I went downstairs and stupidly I had my phone downstairs, not okay. upstairs. Yeah. And um, it was charging downstairs. So they robbed my phone, my wallet, 
Um, oh, car- Shauna, where is the car now, do you know? Oh, no, the guards are absolutely brilliant. So right. I have to praise the guards. They, um, found, they found the car. My car was robbed at 3.47. I, I've all camera footage of the guys that robbed the car. Um, so that will be good, like, for evidence in the court. And where the car was robbed at 3.47, when was it found? It was, they robbed my car. They went to um, Lucan and they went to rob other houses in my car. Yeah. And the guys, um, they weren't caught in my car, but one of the guys was caught. Uh, he went for one of the guards with a screwdriver. Okay, so the guards caught up with them. Yeah. Okay. Um, and did you get your car back and was it damaged? He crashed my car. They were off oh, their heads. Because. Is it written off? It's not written off, but it's, it's damaged. Damage. Okay. Yeah. And as you say, well done to the guards. Joe with RT.ie. Talk to Joe on 0818-715-815. Joe Duffy! Talk to Joe on 0818-715-815. Okay, I just want to uh, bring your attention. I I mentioned it on Friday. That is a documentary on the Dock on One Slot, but it was made by our own series producer here, Lisa Marie Berry. She's been working on it for a number of years. It's a labour of love, but it's it's based on a tragic, tragic story uh, of the Carrick Mines fire, uh, which happened at this stage nearly 10 years ago. Uh, 10 people, including... Uh, a pregnant woman uh, were were uh, died in the conflagration, and it's just heartbreaking. Um, they were on a temporary halting site, and it's on it's on the RT website now. And we'll tweet it again in the next few minutes. It really is an edu- it's it's a harrowing story, and the Gilbert family, the Lynch family, and the Connors family are the the, the survivors who talk are unbelievably powerful and poignant and I really uh, highly recommend it because um, I found it one very moving but two even even in my years sitting at this uh, this microphone very very educational and God rest uh, all the people who died in that terrible uh, Carrick Mines fire as it's known on the 10th of October 2015 Talk to Joe on 0818 715 Talk to Joe on 0818-715-815. And we've done even more checking about the offer of a Yorkshire Terry for Helen, Terrier for Helen, and uh, 99% sure it is genuine. It is in Dublin. They don't sell the dogs ever, uh, but they are willing to help out Helen at this stage. Once the dog is weaned off, uh, the uh, mother. Okay, so thanks indeed, that might be. But please don't buy dogs online. That's a message from everyone. Don't buy dogs online. Um, I know it might take a, a longer time to get the dog you're looking for um, and try and stop these puppy farms uh, abusing animals, abusing them hor- horrifically. Okay, Friday at White's Hotel in the centre of Wexford Town for Funny Friday. Uh, today's programme, Harry Buchtus, was on sound. Broadcast coordinator Shane Galvin and the producer, the series producer, Lisa Marie Berry and Ray Darcy next. 0818-715-815 stays open until 3.15pm or email joe at rte.ie 